You're listening to Dedication. Fans remember the Bay City Rollers on TD1 Radio. It's time for our guest DJ segment. Tonight we have with us Keith Petty from the Long Island area of New York. And like we mentioned earlier, he's also the administrator of a Bay City Roller fan group on Facebook called Yesterday's Heroes. Let's welcome him to the show and find out all about his favorite Bay City Roller songs. Hi, Keith. Thanks for being here. Hello, ladies. Thank you for having me. Hi, Keith. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm excited. Oh, I am, too. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, great. We we uh, we love having male fans on because uh, you guys always have like a slightly different perspective. And it's really interesting to hear what made you a Bay City Roller fan, you know? It's nice actually knowing I see somebody, I heard uh, your interview with uh, Blaine last week, and uh, it's nice seeing that there are more of us out there. So, Keith, before we start talking about your songs, we need to know how, when, and where, and why did you become a Bay City Roller fan? Well, it's all because of my mom. Uh, Yay, mom. <laughs> Mom's rule. In 1975, the year of the rollers. Uh, actually, a month and uh, 10 days after they were on Howard Cosell. I was born October 30th, 1975. Oh, and, wow. Um, oh, my God. You were a... Oh, my yeah, God. I, like, I am probably one of the youngest. Well, not counting my own daughters, but I'm probably one of the youngest Bay City Roller fans that you guys have met so far, maybe. Uh, wow. But, yeah, I had asked her one day, and she said that um, she didn't even see the Howard Cosell show. She said that she had heard Saturday night. And mm-hmm. she got my dad to take her out to some store. I think she said Kleins or Corvettes or something. And mm-hmm. she bought, you know, a couple of records and eight tracks and um, she'd always be playing them. And I don't know, I just got, I just got hooked on the music. And so you grew up listening to them. Yes. It wasn't the Bay City Rollers. They had Barry Manilow on it for, for somebody who grew up in the eighties with hair metal, like uh, Twisted Sister and Europe, mm-hmm. Motley Crue. I also, you know, listened basically more to the Bay City Rollers more than anything. They just became my favorite band. I loved Les McEwen's voice. I just loved the music, the sound of them, the way the music changed. I mean, I was really young. I I do remember the TV show. I remember Mr. Munchie swallowing somebody. (laughs) I did. I did did watch the show. I was probably three or four when it was on. And um, what was age appropriate for you? like it so much but uh i definitely did enjoy it then even watching it now i think i still laugh at it to be honest with you yeah it, it's corny and fun and you know innocent so um like i i mentioned before um we went live that we were seeing some of your collection on, on your in your facebook group is some of that from your mom's collection or is this are these things that you recut so i saw like some tracks and some cassettes very little is now mom's uh when from her i had taken what well, all she had which was um she had Once Upon a Star, Wouldn't You Like It, and Strangers in the Wind on LP. And she had Dedication, It's a Game, The Greatest Hits on A-Track. And I took all her stuff and I pretty wow. much wore them out. And then even one day, going, they had this black case with A-Tracks, Barry Manilow, Perry Como, BJ Thomas. And there was one said, The Rollers. And I was like, what is this? And she goes, oh, well, after Leslie left, the guy named Duncan joined the group. And that was the record that they cut. I think she pretty much stopped listening to them after that. Okay. Uh, but then as I got older, um, our neighbor gave us some, um, I know I call it the blanket album. I know I think I've heard you refer to it as the plaid album. You know, the first one that they cut in the state. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, since I didn't have Roland, I didn't even know Roland existed. So that was the first time I'd ever heard uh, Summer Love Sensation and Shang-A-Lang. And I was like, oh my, and uh, remember Shalala. And I, I absolutely loved these songs. And even Let's Go Grab Me, even though it was on Once Upon a Star. 
And right. uh, Dirty Dancing was out at the time. And my mom was always playing her cassettes with um, Be My Baby. And then I hear the bassy the rollers. And I'm like, wait, I know, I know this song. Yeah. I would favorite the rollers version. And so eventually our neighbor let me keep the cassette. So I'm thinking that my collection is growing. And then one day, um, um, of course, some of the eight tracks got eaten by the uh, mm. stereo. Yeah. Um, so there used to be an indoor flea market called Shoppers Village. And there was a record store in there. And I was in there one day and I just asked if they had anything from the Bay City Rollers. And they had the greatest hits, five bucks. So that made my day, giving me the original greatest hits and looking at the back and seeing, like, wait a minute, I never even, you know, seen the different records that they had. And then that same place, a uh, few months later, the guy had a uh, Roland. And I was like, I never even knew this album existed. So, oh, wow. yeah, I didn't even know. And he goes, oh, by the way, I also have a VHS tape. And it was like, I guess someone made it in their basement. I guess, I don't know, maybe called bootleg or something. It was just like different clips, news clips. That's how I found out about the Shanghai Lang TV show. They had interviewed uh, Eric and his new rollers, um, old clips from um, the 70s. Talked about Les's car accident, which I never knew about. Um, had the Anne Margaret clip when they did La Belle Janae and Saturday Night and all the old people in the crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there was the interview with Les McEwen. And I just, when I, have, I heard about She's a Lady, and I was just like, that was my new mission. These guys are still around. They're still making music. But you type in She's a Lady when these like Tower Records, and all that comes up is Tom Jones. It's like, mm -hmm. they were just, yeah, they were still so rare. You couldn't even find their stuff here, you know, until the internet came along. And then I'm thumbing through Yellow Pages. I'm calling different record stores on Long Island, driving all around Long Island with my mom, going to record stores finding sealed records i was so excited even when they were open and used i bought them we had places all over long island sometimes i got something special ordered i never knew that um aris had put out their own version of once upon a star i only knew about the bell copy with the you know the pullouts mm -hmm. oh yeah arista did it too so i was like you know special order so then uh, i just started adding to my collection getting duplicates three, four, five, six copies of each record. Some I kept sealed, some I wanted to open to see what it came with, like the liner notes, uh, the rock and roll love letter came with that long letter you open up with all that pictures and the yeah. little postcard to send away for like, I think an iron on t-shirt or something. Mm -hmm. And I never knew dedication was mostly covered songs. I, I But it's funny is that the songs that always caught me on that album was stuff like rock and roller and you're a woman and write a letter only to find out 10, 15 years later that those are the three songs on the album that they actually wrote. So I really them. Yeah, no. And, yeah, um, and, and speaking <clears throat> of that album, the first song on your list of song choices is You're a Woman. Why did you pick that song? That is my all-time favorite song, even as a kid, not knowing what the lyrics meant, what the song was mm -hmm. about. I just always loved the guitaring, loved Leslie's voice. And then I found it one day, I found it on CD. Uh, I think it was called Stark Zeton. It was like a German CD or something. And mm -hmm, yeah. being able to hit the repeat button on the CD instead of having to rewind the cassette or lift the needle on the record. <laughs> yes. I just, I just, the guitaring, just everything about the song. I love it. It's even my ringtone. And I get a phone call, which my phone's on vibrate, so we're good today. Uh, You're a Woman is um, my ringtone. Oh, but it's a song awesome. I can listen to over and over and over and over. It's just my all-time favorite song in the entire world by my favorite band ever, by the greatest voice I've ever heard. May he rest in peace. 
Um, but yeah, that's my all-time favorite song. And uh, even today, I asked my daughter. I said, "You even know what my favorite song is?" She says, "Dad, you're a woman." I said, "You're my favorite album." Oh, that's so sweet. Said, "This is why when I go, I left you my entire collection. I don't expect you to listen to it, but please share <laughs> my records. I'm very proud of my collection. I've spent thousands of dollars on these guys. I love sure. them." And I'm, I like I said, I have four or five, maybe six copies of each record. Some are sealed. Just I buy it just because it's them. I haven't even listened to a lot of it. Like the cassette tape right. posted. I just bought it because I never knew I could find them on cassette. Well, let's take a listen to your favorite song, You're a Woman. <laughs> Oh 
great song to start off with um the next song you picked keith is from the it's a game album and it's the way i feel tonight why'd you pick that one well for one i always i love the song even as a kid you know the way he hit that note at the end i thought was incredible oh yeah you know and as a kid not really understanding again what they were singing about but um fast forward to 2001 when i was getting married to my ex-wife uh, we were filling out some kind of book uh, and it says oh, what you about your wedding song and then she, and I was like um, oh, I don't know what should we pick and she goes well what about that song from the Bay City Rollers that you like I go the way I feel tonight she goes yeah I was like oh my god this is why I love you I was so excited that she Aww. she you know and you know unfortunately like I said we're divorced so it makes me wish maybe I had not picked that song because should I end up married again you know but um, yeah we walked out to Enter Sandman from Metallica, the guitaring when they <laughs> and you go from James Hetfield wailing on the guitar right into the way I feel tonight by the Bay City Rollers. So it's wow. a wedding song, but you know, me and Amy are friends now, you know. But um, it's a beautiful song. I love the song. I love Leslie's voice, and but also it, it was my wedding song, and um, well, I just you know, always loved it. It was the way I feel tonight. Yes, not forever. <laughs> yes, this is true. Bad joke. Bad joke. <laughs> My mom's eight track. You know, they were a little, uh, little uh, beaten up. So, and of course, when you get, uh, you know, every track, you know, a song, of course, had to have a few seconds of, um, you know, where it got a little, you know, messed up because the tape was a little uh, beat up. So, of course, yeah. I feel tonight was one of those songs. So I couldn't wait to the day I found it on record, and then when I found it on CD to actually hear the song the way it was meant to be heard. And not, uh, you know, with the little uh, noises in the background because the tape was beat up. Well, let, let's take a listen to our nice clean copy of The Way I Feel Tonight. Sounds good to me. Turn the music way down low Let me see you in the glow Love I feel will grow Let's take tonight to start out finding Cause the way I feel tonight Everything will be alright I will keep your candle burning 
The next song that you picked is from Strangers in the Wind, and it's Another Rainy Day in New York City. What made you pick this song? First time I heard it, I absolutely loved it. And I tell you, though, even though my mom had the record, it always just stayed at the bottom of the pile. I was like, you know, cool-looking album cover. I even had a T-shirt airbrushed with that cover. And oh, listen, wow. Yep. And I think I posted it. If you, if you didn't see it, I'll, I'll post it again one day, or I'll just send it to you directly. Um then Les McEwen signed it for me in 1997 when I met him at the Club Benet in New Jersey. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. That's so amazing. I never there, so I never, he, was, he goes, well, wow, that actually does look like me. He was impressed with the shirt. He signed it. I brought it home, folded it nice, put it in a Ziploc bag, never wore it again, was never definitely not going to wash it. Um, but uh, I didn't start listening to that record until I was like 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was like 1991, maybe, and it was like around Christmas time. I don't know what made me put it on, and I would tell my ex-wife, "I listen to this album every year around Christmas time," and she's like, "I don't understand. There's nothing Christmassy about it." I said, <laughs> "I said I can't explain. It. It's just something I did back in '91, and now every single year, every year, 
never you have to miss pull it out. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whether I'm working or I'm home, the album goes on. I just thought that this song was just absolutely beautiful. I, I loved it from the first time I heard it. I had to ease into that album. I get why mm -hmm. fans were the way they were. But now at 47, it's my third favorite album that they ever put out. All right. Let's take a listen to Another Rainy Day in New York City. On the early show Says I'm not alone It's just another rainy day In New York City And the rain comes pouring down Like early morning strangers We had nothing left to say But see you around And I think of the night When it all felt so right, how was I supposed to Shut up. 
know, Keith, as, as a native New Yorker, you almost had to pick that one, I think. <laughs> yeah, I just, I never knew. I mean, I think that album is a gem. I never realized yeah, how good it was. A beautiful song. Well, you picked another one from Strangers in the Wind, and you picked the title track. Tell us why you picked that one, please. First time I heard it, another one that kind of grabbed you. Then I had I had known a little bit more about the Rollers and about you know, how Leslie you know, was fired and left. And, I, and I'm listening to the lyrics like, you know, goodbye to all the friends I never had. And it's just like, you know, wow, this it's like the song is like about them. I mean, it's just the way, it, at least that's how it, it seemed to me at 16 anyway. And um, I don't know, the guitaring, the words, you know, I just, I absolutely love the song. And then looking at the, the, you know, the jacket inside with the lyrics, they, they all look like so sad in those photos, you know, and that album came out. Mm. Can't explain it, but um, that album, like I said, for the years it sat at the bottom of the pile, I really never looked at it. And then I just, once I gave it a listen, became one of my favorites. And it's just something that I listen to on a regular basis. But um, Another Rainy Day and Strangers are the two songs that really grabbed me right away. And then, you know, Every Tear I Cry in the Pie with two more. I know I had, couldn't fit every song i wanted but the yeah yeah, yeah. impossible and another rainy day definitely the two best songs on there i absolutely love them definitely two songs that i could play on repeat definitely and strangers in the wind is um the song that eric is most proud of writing so let's let's take a listen to that now Mother rises a place 
your next choice inside a broken dream well when the it's a game album came out i thought his voice sounded so much better than i'd ever heard it like that raspiness and the way he hit yes. notes inside a broken dream dance 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 love fever i mean almost every song on that album is just his voice was like the best i'd ever heard it and that's like that's the album that i usually turn up the most because it's like i mean your foot starts tapping maybe you start driving a little bit faster when you're going home from work <laughs> and it's just like i just those songs on that album with his voice i just think it is like some of that best work ever and i just trying to find the words to describe his voice especially on that particular album i just never heard him sound as good ever on, on, on that album before it or after it. I just love the way his voice was for that. I think a lot of our listeners would agree with you about that and his voice and how it definitely matured over time. That's the word, very unique and mature and it just, it's just amazing. Absolutely. Let's take a listen to Inside a Broken Dream. Thank you. 
Now, Keith, you talked, you touched a little bit on the next song, Let's Go. It appeared on um, Once Upon a Star and the Plaid or the Blanket album, as you call it. Mm -hmm. um, how did Let's Go make your list today? Uh, like I said, when I had gotten that cassette from uh, from our neighbor, um, I don't know, this song just grabs you right away. It makes you wonder why it wasn't like a single or or played more because to this day, every time I hear that song, it's like that's another one of them songs you just you turn up, makes you kind of want to move to it. Not that I can dance, but you know, it still makes you kind of move in your seat while you're driving the car. Your foot starts tapping on the gas pedal, and it's just like one of them upbeat songs that like maybe you could open a show with that song, but it definitely, in my opinion, would have been uh a great single definitely would have charted and done just i think even better than saturday night to be honest with you it's just mm. an awesome upbeat song very catchy you know yeah you, you can't be in a bad mood listening to let's no, go not at all so, i love it let's take a listen
All right, up next, Keith, you picked two songs from Rock and Roll Love, Love uh, Rock and Roll Love Letter. You picked Don't Stop the Music and Maybe I'm a Fool to Love You. What made you pick these two songs? You know, even as a kid, I, um, it, you know, ballads, you know, because like I said, growing up in a house with Barry Manilow and Air Supply and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so Tom Jones, so slow music, you know, was something that I was accustomed to and liked. So when I, when I heard the love song, especially, you know, with Leslie's voice, you know, maybe I'm a fool to love you. Constantly picking up the needle and going back and, and playing that song over and over. I just, I always absolutely loved that song. It was just, you know, and even to this day, I, um, I play it constantly and it's just something about it that I absolutely love. And I, and I, there's one song that I continue to play on repeat, you know, definitely. Well, let's take hmm. a listen to don't stop the music and maybe I'm a fool to love you.
um, your last two songs are both from Les's solo catalog, and you picked She's a Lady and also I'll Be Your Lover. Tell us why you picked those two songs, please. Oh, well, after seeing the interview with Leslie on that VHS tape that I had bought at that indoor flea market, I was on a mission to find it. And when I uh, called around and I found the record, the guy said, well, we have the maxi single of She's a Lady, and we also have this album, It's a Game, and this song is on it. I said, send me both. So I was, after seeing the video of She's a Lady, I just, you know, I had that song. I loved it. I wanted to hear So I, I wanted the record. And then after listening to all of It's a Game, I'll Be a Lover, just, it just, it's another one of those songs that just grabbed me and became like, honestly, that became my favorite song on the whole album. So I bought it for She's a Lady, ended up loving the whole album, but I'll Be a Lover ended up being my favorite, favorite song. And that's why I picked it. Well, these are two great songs. So let's have a listen to both of them now. She's my girl, she's my girl 
Well, I can't believe it, but we are at the end of another DJ Hour. Keith, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank, thank you, Keith. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. We loved hearing your stories and um, credit to your mom for turning you into a Bay City Roller fan. That's awesome. Yeah, she always wondered. She loved, she loved the Beatles and the Stones, too, but she's like, what was it with the Bay City Rollers? I said, ah, you know what? I just love the music, and that's the one band that, to this day, they are my all-time favorite band, and they always will be. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, and thank you to all of our listeners for your requests and dedications and for joining us in the Friday night chats. We absolutely love spending Fridays with you. And thank you to our wonderful producer, Gail. And remember, don't let the music die. When I was young, I played the game, never won. Thought rock and roll would bless my soul forever. Songs of love and ecstasy remind me how it used to be. I thought these days would never end, but now it seems I need a friend. I remember all those days gone by I remember all the faces The old familiar places Don't let the music die Though our song could last forever Don't let the music die